Hey friends, thanks for being here. Thanks for checking out today's episode. I wanted to share something with you that has really been speaking to me these last few weeks as I've been stepping back and kind of observing things that are going on in the world with Ukraine and Russia and the news and how they cover it. And, and then you add on top of that all the other stuff that we've had to sort of listen to and take part in the last few years. And it seems to me that whoever it is that's running the show, so to speak, really likes to and probably makes good money selling fear, selling anxiety, selling anger, selling confusion. And I can't help but think that all of those things are, are literally contrary to what Christian believers are told to buy into and participate in. And yet how often I find myself doing just that, even subconsciously, just finding myself where I am anxious or I am stressed or I am angry or I am negative, not joyful, not full of peace and love and hope and patience and kindness and gentleness and goodness and faithfulness and self-control, all the things that the Bible calls the fruit of the Spirit. And it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but there, there's a lot of people, obviously, that don't believe the Bible, that don't believe in Christianity, that don't believe in Jesus. And yet, if you were to ask people, do you see any glaring issue with being called to live in a way that's full of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. I think it you would be hard-pressed, I would be hard-pressed to find somebody who disagreed with that kind of a lifestyle. And yet most people, I think the reason that they don't buy into the message is because most of us who call ourselves Christians don't do a great job of living that way. And I think, uh, as I was thinking these last two weeks about what's going on in the world and how I've responded in my personal life and in my personal thought life, I couldn't help but think that I've got to change my, I've got to change my response. I've got to change the way I feel about things. I've got to change the way I think about things. And, and maybe you do too. I don't know. That's why I'm sharing this, hoping that something that spoke to me might speak to you. And, and what has convicted me is that I'm supposed to be the one. People like me are supposed to be the ones that in the midst of all the chaos and confusion and craziness can step back and say, yeah, but I've got joy, like authentic, genuine, real joy. And I've got hope and, and I've got a peace about me and, I, and I'm faithful. I, I, I have faith and I'm gentle and I'm kind and I have self-control. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. And even as I talk about it here, I, you know, I don't script these things, but even as I talk about it, I can't help but have a smile on my face because who doesn't want those things? And yet, how do we, in, in a world where everything around us looks like a, a terrible storm, how do we live that way? How do we, and how do we do it where it's not just some phony, fake, manipulative face that we put on, but how do we, how do we let it permeate who we are and, and exude out of us? And as much as in the past, I've tried to do it on my own or muster up the will or discipline myself, uh, I found that really the only way to do it is to let the Spirit of God live through me and, and fill me up and overflow. And, and I don't know about you, but for me, what I have found is the times where I find myself not in my, in my Bible, reading the Word, surrounding myself with other like-minded people, the church, not the building, the people, right? The community, the relationships. The times I found myself not doing those things are the times that what comes out of me is stress and fear and anxiousness and anxiety and, and worry and anger. And all those things are the exact opposite. Those are the things that the world would agree are bad. 
that the world would probably agree if we were to ask people. Not a great way to live, full of stress and fear and anxiety and worry and, and anger and all those things. But for me, when I find myself wandering around, <laughs> that's typically what comes out. And yet at the, at the same time, or on the flip side, when I find myself in the Word, spending time with like-minded people who, who are committed to living the same way, doesn't mean that we're perfect. Doesn't mean that there won't be times where we screw up and, and the world looks at us and says, yeah, that's why I don't want what you say you have. And, and that's a difficult conundrum that's probably in another video for another day. But what I know is that those opportunities or those outcomes, I should say, are less likely to occur frequently when we are surrounding ourselves with people who are on the same mission that we are, who, who, who for me at least, when I read my Bible, there's something that happens inside of me that, that changes me. And when I spend time with other like-minded people who, who believe in, in Jesus and, and who are trying to live their life and, and change and, and let God change them so that they might represent all those things in the world that I think the world so desperately needs, then typically the outcomes are, are much better and, and, and we're encouraged by each other. And it makes me think of this story in terms of kind of where we are as a society today and what we probably are getting ready to embark on. Right? Probably a more difficult life, probably a more difficult reality, probably more challenges, more persecution, things that, that we, especially in America and, and in the West, you know, we haven't had to deal with to this degree and in this way and so long. And, and yet, how do we prepare for what we're likely to go through? And, and I can't help but think that so much of it is just this, this idea of the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, becoming truly who we are is, is really the only way that we have a chance to change it. It's not the next politician. It's not, just, it's not the next political system or party. It's none of that. The, the fact of the matter is, if, the, if we all lived in a way, in community together, that was love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control, then, then that would change the world because it would change culture. It would change reality. And, and, and politics is a reflection of culture. It's a reflection of reality. And, and as people in the church, we got to look in the mirror. I got to look in the mirror and say, it's time for me to start walking the talk. Not that I haven't tried in the past, not that I haven't done it in the past, not that, that I expect to be perfect, but for me personally, my conviction, what has spoke to me so loudly in the last few weeks, as I look at the despair around me, is that I've got to be a, a beacon of joy and hope and faith and kindness and gentleness and love in the midst of all of it. And going back, I started and didn't finish. The story that I think about is Jesus in the boat, and he's in the boat with his disciples. And if you haven't heard the story, there's this storm that kicks up, and it's raging, and the wind and the waves, and the waves are crashing, it says, into the boat. And the disciples are in there, and they're freaking out. And they go to Jesus and they say, how are you sleeping? Like we're going to die. And he looks at him and he says, oh, you don't, you just don't have the faith. And he speaks to the storm and he calms the storm. And I know you've probably heard the story if you're a Christian and you've probably thought through the, the implications and the ramifications of the story. And if you're like me, you think, well, yeah, but he's Jesus, right? He knows the beginning from the end. He knows the outcome. And yet, 
if we believe what the Bible tells us, if we believe the promises of the Bible, then we too know. And then we get to decide, do we believe it? And the way that we can tell if we believe it is if we live it. And that's what I've had to look in the mirror for. I, I think, honestly, there's a part of me that the reason I don't walk around with this exuding level of joy and peace and kindness is very often because I don't want to have an expectation that I'm then disappointed in. And so it's like a shell that I put up where I'm never too high and I'm never too low and and my expectations are never too great, I guess. And yet, I don't think that changes the world. I don't think that changes the community. I don't think that changes the people that I come in contact with. I think what changes people and I think what changes culture and community is leaders not necessarily in the sense we think of, but, but people who are willing to go out there and say, I believe this. I believe that I know the beginning and I know the end. And I believe that God is in the midst of it. And that not only can we sleep in the midst of the storm, but we can actually be still above the storm. I don't know if I'm articulating it very well in the sense of if it's as impactful as you hear it as, as I feel it in me. But very often I find myself feeling as though I'm in the middle of this storm and it's raging everywhere. And if I'm not careful and if I'm not looking this way or that way or behind me or in front of me, that one of those waves is going to nail me. And maybe a wave will nail me, but I just feel this, this call to, to just be different, to live truly joyful, truly peaceful, truly kind and gentle no matter how crazy the stuff around me is going. And I haven't done, especially in the, in the beginning of these last few years, and, and even up until, shoot, several months ago, I was allowing myself to be swayed and, and changed by angry thoughts and thoughts of anxiety and stress. And yet I feel that now, as I continue to, spend time in my, in my Bible and spend time with people who are going through a similar journey to me and looking at the world and saying, hey, I don't think this is going to get better. I don't think it's going to get better anytime soon in the, in the sense that what I think most of us would hope for, right? Going back to what normal was or, or being able to just do what we've always done and, and not have any changes and not have any major differences in our daily lives. I don't, I don't think that's coming back anytime soon. And, and even if it does, I'm not really content with what that was and, and not because I'm not grateful, but because I know that I wasn't walking in the way that I know I'm supposed to walk. And, and at the same time, I, I know that I can't do it in my own strength. I can't do it in my own willpower. I can't do it with my own discipline. I have to do it because the spirit of God is, is coming through me. And for me, the, the way that, I sense that that happens is when I'm spending time in the word, when I'm spending time in his presence and with other people who are on the same journey. And so that's going to be my goal as, as I move forward. And, and hopefully there's something in there that maybe sparks something in you that, that would also encourage you and challenge you to think about it the same way. And, or maybe similarly, not the same way, but, but maybe you can look in your life and feel or see that, you know, I haven't been, full of joy and hope and peace and encouragement because of my circumstances, because I don't want to set an expectation that would then, if it didn't come to fruition, would be a disappointment. 
I was telling my daughter, my oldest daughter the other day, as we were working through some things that we all have a choice. We can use our words and our actions to lift people up or encourage people, or we can use that, those skills, talents, resources, time to tear people down. And I don't want to be a person that sets a stage that tears things down. I want to be a person that sets a stage that lifts people up, that builds people up. And, and the challenge is that even if we're going to go through a situation and, and a time in, in life and in history where the actual result is that the world around us is sort of being torn down. Just like in the storm, the boat looked like it was going to be torn down, that they were going to sink, that they were going to drown, that they were going to die, that they had no chance because of what they saw around them. And yet Jesus was the one that came to them and said, hey, listen, it's all under control. It's going just the way it's planned. And I have power over this. And, and so to, to figure out, well, not to figure out, but just to live out that no matter how crazy things go around us, like I actually believe that it's going to end the way it says it's going to end. And, and the way it says it's going to end is pretty darn good for certain people. And I wish for every person, for everybody, but nobody's going to want or nobody's going to be interested in that end, if I'm walking around mopey or if I'm walking around fearful or if I'm walking around anxious and afraid or if I'm just walking around indifferent or I'm walking around stoic. Like I've never personally been attracted to or maybe not attracted, but inspired by people who are just sort of mm, the people that I found I gravitate to or, or am inspired by are the people that in the midst of craziness, in the midst of challenges and difficulty are positive, are excited, are faithful, joyful, hopeful, all the things that are the fruit of the spirit. And so that's what I'm working on that, that, and I know it's going to be a journey. It's going to be a process. There's going to be times where I'm not, where I fail at it, but but I'm going to keep working on it and I'm going to, and I'm going to trust that the Lord will continue the work that he has started in me. And, and I will trust the same for you. Folks, I think that that's what the world needs. I know that's what I need. That's what my family needs for me. And that's what the people that I'm around every day would probably want from me. And I know that's what the Lord would want. He would want me to walk in the spirit. And so I had a friend, uh, it's funny because I, I don't plan these out and, and I, yet I knew I've got some notes in my phone about what I felt like was stirring in me that I wanted to share. And, and then this morning I woke up to a text from a good friend and, and it was exactly about the fruit of the spirit and, and how the fruit of the spirit, the way that we walk that out is, is basically by God's grace, the grace that he's given us, the free gift and how true that is, that it's, uh, living out what we're called to is definitely not something that we do on our own. Definitely not something that we muster up. Definitely not something that we make happen. And for someone like me, and maybe you're like this, you feel like you can just make just about anything happen. And so it's a, it's a very different humbling experience to, to step back and say, no, I'm going to just trust the Lord that he's going to do the work in me. And hopefully he can use that work to, encourage other people and hopefully change the world around us. And so that's what I've got. 
I don't know if anything in there spoke to you. I hope it did. If it did, I'd love to hear about it. You can maybe leave it in the comments below or shoot me an email or direct message or whatever, wherever you're listening or watching, listening to or watching this. And if you like this kind of stuff, I think this is really more of what I'll probably be doing moving forward on this channel. I'd love to have you subscribe and follow along and hit the thumbs up. I guess the way they say more people get to hear about it. So, but again, I, I will say like, even if this is all that it ever is, um, I'm okay with that. I think the last thing I'll say, and then I'll stop talking is I'm, I'm learning. I really am. We're called not to be conformed to the world, but to be transformed. And the world tells me that I should care about how big the YouTube channel is. And I should want to influence millions of people. And I should want to do this and I should do that. And I need my headlines to say this. And that's how you grow, you know, the following and all this. And, and I think, yeah, that's what the world tells me. That's what the world says, but I'm not supposed to conform to the world. I was telling somebody the other day, I almost feel like I should run the exact opposite direction and do all the exact opposite things. Because I look at it and I go, honestly, what I think the world needs is people who don't care about how big the following is, but people care about the one person that spoke that it spoke to, the one person that it impacted, the one person that a relationship could be created with. I heard a, a sermon the other day and, and the pastor, old school guy, and he's been been passed away years ago. It's an old sermon, and he said, you know, God didn't call us to make church members. He called us to make disciples. And when I think of like this idea of church members, it's the same. He didn't call us to build some you know, million person YouTube platform. He called us to, to build disciples. And so I know in, in my videos in the past, right. It's, there've been speak people that reach out to me and, and something helped them or spoke to them. And that's really encouraging. And I appreciate those comments because that's really, for me, what it's about is, is just sharing the things that have spoke to me and, and helped me and challenged me and encouraged me and, and really just hopes that they would do the same for you. And if there's a, the ability to, to, to create a relationship out of that. I think the relationships are what we need now. Authentic relationships, not so much just another thing of information to hear, to stick in your brain that you forget two weeks from now because you consume so much other information. It's to build friendships, to build community, to build a situation where people who are like-minded, who are working towards the same goal can be like a rope or a cord or a, yeah, I guess a rope stranded together, stronger together than they are alone. And so I hope that that's what comes out of this. And really that's all I care about. So again, if you've watched this and, and you liked it, I'd love to, to have you hit the like uh, thumbs up and love to chat with you in the comments section or on the phone or through an email, whatever it might be. So thanks again for watching. I'll see you next time.